0: Have you ever listened to Grant Livingston?
1: Out of a pumpkin?
0: That you got at Electric Fish Lights? Well, you sure as hell can.
1: Yeah, it's Halloween time.
0: Yeah, and Electric Fish Lights just happens to sell lights shaped like a pumpkin.
1: Yeah, and uh, there's no cooler way than to have a pumpkin. Or a witch. Or a witch. That is singing the Monster Mash. They could also
0: do a ghost.
1: Well, I was going to say a Monster Mash before you said a ghost. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're chilling. You've got your punch with the frozen hand in there. And then you've got your witch. (laughs) Frozen hand. Your electric fish, witch light and pumpkin light and ghost light. And they're all singing the Monster Mash. And and they're
0: throwing a fog machine. Yeah. I want a ghost light at my... Halloween party, Tommy Hamilton. And
2: you could do do a Dracula, you could do a ghost. So check it out. Mm -hmm. If if you don't know what the
0: hell we're talking about, it's not just Halloween lights. It's basically anything you can imagine. Electric fish lights uses this thing called IQ technology, which stands for?
1: Interlocking quadrilaterals.
0: And that is 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And when you put them together, you can basically build anything you can think of like? That's right. Like what?
1: Well, like we just said, all those things, maybe a little ghoul, a goblin, maybe even one of those, uh, like a VW bus. Or a
0: starfish, a unicorn, an and Any of your favorite hamster.
2: cartoon characters. <laughs> it just, I mean, it, like you said, your imagination, let it run wild. Throw it at these guys. They will build it.
0: Yep. Electricfishlights.com is where you go, and you put in the promo code NSR. You're going to get 10% off. And check this out. Every light comes with a 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on bulb, a 12 foot cord they are safe to use outdoors and a hardware kit to hang the light and they what else? are going to hook you up if you are one of the no simple road family and you get the color changing bulb upgrade you're going to get a limited edition no simple road electric fish light collaborative print so go to electricfishlights.com tell them what you want hook it up put in the promo code nsr get your 10 percent off and you'll have a funky ass badass light in the land of legalized cannabis, it can be difficult to know where to go to get the best dope. I am just saying true. there are a million dispensaries. Well, could be a million dispensaries out there. There is a lot. And if you are in the Portland area, it is confusing because there is a dispensary on every corner. But no simple road has you covered with our sponsored Define Premium Cannabis. Define. Define
1: Premium Cannabis. It is
0: all in the name, y- y'all. It is all in the name. Look, Apple works there, and he is the buyer of all the cannabis there and let me tell you this is the dopest dope you'll ever smoke period they got you covered with everything they have dabs they have vape carts they have edibles they have flour pre-rolls basically any cannabis product you want to jam into your body smoke wipe whatever rub on your body Mm -hmm. and if you go to define in hillsborough Monday through Friday and you ask for Apple he will float out of the back dressed like a an old timey ghost and he will float over to the Ooh. case and he will find the perfect spooky cannabis spooky product just for buds. you. Yep, spooky buds. Just like that. Ooh. And if you tell them that you listen to No Simple Road you are going to get 10% off your purchase and your first time in you're going to get a free t-shirt and you don't have to go to Hillsboro; You can also go to the location in Forest Grove. So, No Simple Road is not only getting you stoned, we're giving you a discount on your weed, which your dope man never did. We're also giving you clothing, and we're hooking you up with the best weed in the Portland area. So, go to Define in Hillsborough, Forest Grove, tell them you listen to the show, and be spooky.
1: Come meet me. Shop Tour Bus is one of our favorite sponsors. Yes, they are. They have been with us from the very beginning. Oh, geez. That's right. And if you don't know what Shop Tour Bus is, it is a fantastic merch. Not just any merch, but Grateful Dead lyrics, inspired merch or songs. And they are riddles on a shirt.
0: With pictures. With pictures. And they have a new shirt out. They,
1: they have a new shirt out, with which is a loser. Uh, Queen of Diamonds, for Spades.
0: And you can tell the Queen of Diamonds by the way she shines on this t-shirt, too.
1: Yeah. So the pre-orders are tomorrow, oh, today, Friday.
0: Oh, shit. That's right,
1: pre-order. And, um... They don't just have T-shirts and sweatshirts. They've got kids clothes. They've got stickers. They've got, I believe, socks even. Tote bags. Tote bags. So um, shop, no, shoptourbus.com.
3: Or
0: at shoptourbus on Instagram. That's right. And when you check out, put in the promo code, no simple road, and you're going to get free shipping. Free shipping. And that badass new Grateful Dead inspired merchandise that you bought is going to come in a hand designed box. It's pimped out, as that, they say. Yeah, this yeah. one's going to be pimped <laughs> out. Super it's Queen pimped of, out. Yeah, the Queen
1: of Diamonds comes with all kinds of trinkets. Your hoodie or T-shirt or whatever is rolled up in this beautiful twine, packed lovingly into the box. Sometimes they give you a secret message, and if you order it for somebody, you can get a personalized message.
0: And some of you are going to get miracles in your in your box with a Grateful Dead cassette bootleg. Bootleg in there. So. Go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Look at all the badass designs. Make sure you go check out the pre-order for the loser t-shirt and get yourself some fresh duds for the next show you go
3: to.
0: something like that it tasted green to me hey no no actually simple roof they were family.
1: they were all yellow
0: we oh really yeah okay it tasted yellow <laughs> we're back everybody it's Aaron.
1: it's mel
0: and it's
2: apple
0: and this is no and i got road. i got two lemons i got two yellow gummies. yeah
1: That's they all were I got. all
0: we have a new thing now. Every time we do the Sunset Lake commercial afterwards, everybody <laughs> in the room takes a gummy. Eat. But uh, yeah, that's, that's why you hear the lip and deliciousness yeah, going on over here. It won't
1: be the whole episode. No, just a couple. We're, we're
0: done now. Um, this week, we are super stoked to have Grant Livingston. <gasps>
1: Grant Livingston!
0: <laughs> if you don't know,
3: Aww. you
0: don't know. But now you know. Grant is an incredibly talented, gifted, wordsmith. Musician mm-hmm. um, and a sweetheart and, of a man, yeah, and one of the most wonderful human beings I've met in a really, really long time. Three of us really dug Grant after oh our gosh. conversation, and then we had the pleasure of hanging out with him and Ali at, um, at our Red first Rocks.
1: time at Red Rocks.
0: So it was a full circle, no simple road family meeting that went down. We had a little psychedelic conversation mm-hmm. during the show, and. Watched watched both them. shows that was fun. oh we yeah got to that's see them, true. But we
2: got to see them both nights and hang out and they are the sweetest pete's <laughs> I, I just I, everywhere i they walked they are they are they, so, they are sweet the, the way they look they're just their looks their are their whole aura everything
0: the you two are amazing yeah. yeah and just go on whatever streaming platform you listen to music and type in grant livingston And And his album is Grant and Friends. Yep, and just start at the beginning. And I promise you that it's, this is what I told him when I met him. I said, the thing that I dig about your music, man, is that I can't say, oh, it sounds like this or that. It doesn't sound like anybody else that I know. It's wholly and totally his own sound and trip going on.
1: There's a song called Another Day, Another Dollar. I love that song so much because of his, the way that he sings in that song. And it's kind of upbeat, but I don't. I just love that song. I love the album. I could listen to it all day long and not get bored. And yeah. his
0: his voice and singing are so unique and soothing in a mm-hmm. strange kind of a way. And just after meeting him, the, mm-hmm. the music makes so much more sense um, after meeting the person that's behind it.
2: And he's got a lot of friends, a lot of dope friends that play mm-hmm. very well that join him on this.
0: Yeah. Do you know who any of the people that are are, that are on the album no i I can pull Um, that up yeah Yeah. one of you um, one of you cats pull that up would you
1: so uh guitar and vocals is grant of course and then we've got thomas wisebrick um i hope i said that right on the bass and the electric guitar sam can canzaday drums and percussions i'm sorry i'm butchering these beautiful names brian smith Piano, keyboard. He nailed that one, baby. Um, (laughs) Dave Pascoe on the mandolin and the violin. Um, Kevin Segaro, acoustic guitar, electric guitar. Leo Salomonovich, acoustic guitar. Um, Green Bean is on the flute, saxophone, and percussion. And then we have Noah Halpern on the trumpet. Wow. And they recorded this at Prairie Sun Studios.
0: Yeah. So there's a a lot of folks that lended a hand to this wonderful recording. And uh, I, I know that the No Simple Road family is going to really, really enjoy this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. This it, is
1: new music that you are going to be happy to listen to.
0: Yeah. And
2: when was that? When we when we talked to him, wasn't he? He, he was, was at a festival. He was at a festival and he was kind of living out of the van. He had just
1: started living out of his van. Yeah.
2: And now we saw him in
0: Colorado and they're settling down up there in Colorado. Yeah. Hopefully
1: they, they got the apartment that they were. They
0: were stoked on the Colorado scene. life and scene like mm-hmm. Ali was just telling me nothing but good things about like mission ballroom and Cervantes and just how awesome the vibe is and the people in the scene in Colorado. And I know we have a lot of listeners out there and uh, thank you I, for listening. Yeah, to Colorado. Thanks you guys. But I, I have to say if, if I was, if somebody told me tomorrow that I needed to leave Oregon, that would be my first choice would be Denver area. Somewhere around there to. to yeah.
2: Win. yeah. That Like we said, the music scene, like when we went to Red Rocks, everybody we talked to, they, there's a lot of people like, like a lot of times when we go to shows, there's people from all over and there, there's a lot of people from Colorado, which makes sense. And all of them talked about how amazing it is. Like our Uber driver was there for his whole life. And then we met people who have been there for and like a year. It. And most of the people who moved there recently. are like, we moved here for the scene.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on over there, and um, you know, it, look, man, nobody knows what the future holds for us. We we don't even know. Nope. I, I don't, man. I I know maybe tomorrow, and that's about as far as I'm planning. <laughs> yeah, but and, and that's iffy sometimes planning for tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. But meeting those two was amazing, and in a lot of different ways, and they. Ali said something to to me had a lot of impact on you well, not just that, but like she said do you is it weird for you that um people know you guys when they meet you remember and no, it's not. I guess we kind of talked about that before, but it it's not, and having her ask me that made me see what we're doing in a completely different way like how just I, it, it, I never thought about that whole thing of like when somebody meets us, they already know us, that kind of thing.
1: Well, just, we've we've talked about it a little bit on the show before, but I never
0: really like gave it yeah too much gave mind. it too much thought. Yeah. And after she said, I was tripping when we talked, and like it, it was more profound. Yeah, it was a lot more fucking profound <laughs> at that moment than I ever
1: was I think before. Uh, that that's kind of a lot of people right now, like the the culture right now, because you can be on someone's Instagram. And if you do enough research, you could like know who they're married to, know what their husband looks like, know how many children they have.
0: So you mean like because of social media? Yeah,
1: because of social media. I know we go one step further and we talk a lot about ourselves too, but like a lot of times when you meet somebody, you know, maybe you meet them at like a concert and you get their info and then you start following them and you look at them. And now because you've been to a concert and you've seen them, it's almost like, you know, them. So like. There's more information next time you see them. You know it feels yeah, like. But
0: but the here's the here's the trick of social media is that nobody is. Let me take that. Let me say that a different way. People are posting their best moments on social media for the most part. Most part. For the most part, you're not putting but pictures I'm not of yourself batter- sitting on the toilet. Yeah, I'm not diarrhea. talking about that. I'm
1: not talking about the goodness or the badness. I'm saying like if they're celebrating a birthday, No, no. but or- I'm saying to
0: know somebody, you're only seeing the best moments. You don't really know them. And that's the difference between just seeing something on social media and listening to no simple road. We're talking about everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're getting the full story. We're in here with COVID talking about having COVID and, dealing with deaths and births and addictions and all the panic attacks and hemorrhoids. hemorrhoids, So fucking damn it. Apple shut up. Yeah. Oh, the whole (laughs) thing. So you're getting a a clearer picture and it really.
1: So imagine how clear the picture is. If you see the social media plus listen.
0: Oh, and then she got a lot to go on. And she was, she also said, it's weird to hear your voice and see it come out of a person. (laughs)
3: okay i was like all right
0: okay that makes sense i never thought of that before yeah that's true that was a, a hell of a meeting with those two man and um
1: it's always so good to meet like true um listeners like that listen for a long time or that have listened for a while because i really feel like if the people who've listened to the early episodes and they still listen they've got a really good grip on on who we are for sure
0: oh yeah yeah we haven't really held too much back from the mic no
1: i mean we have of course i think <laughs> th- that's just life but not what? too much
0: what? Wow. Just,
2: then what you just said it was like gee i hope somebody does have a grip on who i am because i don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you know what i'm saying no that was just that went through my head it's
2: like yeah yeah I hope somebody does.
1: Some weeks I have a grip and the other
2: weeks I do I think it's everybody right now. right? Yeah, it's a,
0: it's a very, um,
1: shifty hmm, time,
0: topsy turvy world we're in. I, I have to, uh, today, well, you're hearing this on Friday. We're recording this on Thursday evening, but today, Thursday is Trey Anastasio's birthday. And I just want to—I know that Trey listens to the show every single week religiously. Yeah, he would be upset if he, yeah. we did and not. If I did tell birthday. him happy birthday. So His Trey, happy
1: would birthday be hurt. from No Simple. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know our no own name. No simple Clyor. Wow! All right. Wow. Uh, NSR crew. How about that? Thanks, Mel. Gosh! Yeah. I freaking biffed we, Trey's birthday. I
2: got to say this. Well, we got to say this because uh, Trey is such a class act. Jedi. Like, I don't know if you have not listened to the show from the 28th that he went on by himself to do because the rest of the band, uh, tested positive for COVID. And he went on and did the most amazing show. It was like spoken word, comedy, music,
0: just amazing. My man just said, Tip of the hat, Trey. The show must go on. Yeah. And we are really close to fall tour starting. And, um, No simple road is going to be in Eugene and Vegas and Mel and I will be in San Francisco. And I want all of you to collectively put energy towards fish tickets by mail for the three of us, because I put in the lottery today for new year's Eve tickets. And, um, yeah, if you could all just like picture in your mind, Aaron dancing in the living room of our house or in our studio or out on the porch, because he gets the email that his credit card was charged and now he's going to see fish for the first time in Madison square garden. That would be really cool of you guys. I'd appreciate if you would help. Well, me and we would also get to that. see
2: a bunch of you out there that are probably going to be going to that show. Cause you're lucky enough to live by near enough yeah. to drive to Madison square
0: garden. Do people drive to Madison square garden? I can't in
2: imagine. I catch a ride. Yeah, well, okay.
0: Drive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the but area, no, I, I like know what
2: so you're many saying. people are like within 2 hour drive of there when I you're on the East Coast. I
0: When we moved from Vegas, so Vegas is very um spread out as I, uh, far as the isolated. streets go. And uh Why? when we moved up to Portland, driving in Portland, the streets were smaller and like a little more a lot more compact and jammed together and it was Harrowing.
2: It was. It, it felt like you weren't going to fit almost Absolutely. anywhere you drove. Like driving
0: was downtown scary. was a little nerve wracking at first.
1: Driving through that Burnside Tunnel.
0: Oh shit! Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and around Skyline and and, and
0: not
2: used to so many no left turns yes, and one, one way, way road. We all went down a one way road several times. Several right? Like oh well, cause shit! Because I used to
1: drop you off, babe, at um downtown design school and. It, I a couple times turned right when I should not have and facing the wrong traffic. Cars and like, are just oh, looking shit. at me like,
0: okay, baby, baby.
1: newbie. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. I see your headlights. I shouldn't be. <laughs> so, <laughs> it seems
2: like so long
0: ago when we moved here and Mel was driving you Five and dropping years. you he off. Does. Five oh, years. What a trip. So, my thought is like, I can't even imagine trying to drive in New York City in Manhattan. Like, no, I've never been there. But just from what I've seen, I wouldn't even, I, I would pull over and cry. Yeah, like the honk, the like sure constant honking of horns. I, when somebody
2: honks the horn, it makes you flinch and, like, get kind of nervous. Constant horn honking.
0: I'd just be like, "What?" <laughs> if somebody honks a and you honk yours, and yeah, and, and then you'd just be sitting there, like,
2: "Yeah, I'd be sitting there, like, what the fuck did I do?" What, yeah,
0: just talk about a panic attack.
1: Yeah, it can be very <laughs> nerve wracking.
0: So hey, we need floor space for New Year's. If anybody out there wants to offer up some, you know, their Airbnb <laughs> and a, and a limo, I guess. Yeah, oh. a, or a helicopter. <laughs> or you know, we're not we're not picky, uh, but yeah. So picky back, right? Trey, hey man. Thanks for listening to the show every week, and happy birthday! I appreciate you, man. You you do like Apple said. You got to. Thanks for going on I mean,
2: going on, no matter what. I mean, talk about something. The show must it reminds go on. Me of That's,
1: the, the Titanic pish. when the, yeah, it was oh, like sinking. Like, fuck they're, it, they're, and then the and then they just plays the band exactly. The ship
2: goes down. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, doing what you love, providing great atmosphere. And some kind of serenity for the people that were there mm-hmm. because it really did kind of like bring a vibe. Music always brings a vibe with it. So if it's like, okay, here we go.
0: And I, I want to um, address something that uh, has been brought up a couple of times lately through listeners, one to Apple and, and another um, Nate actually to me. Uh, this last Dead & Company tour We didn't talk a whole lot about dead and company. Oh, and, um, you know, like Nate was like, I want your, your deadhead card back. (laughs) You guys always talking about fish now. And Hey, Hey, listen, everybody grateful dead are my roots. I was a deadhead first and that's where we come from. And that is where my part of my DNA, but I will say this dead and company didn't give no love to the West coast. That's, that's what's up. Yeah, especially <laughs> the Pacific Northwest. Yeah,
2: there will be. Well, I'm sure there will be a spring tour and that. Hopefully, they come visit up here. Yeah,
0: so that's why we didn't talk about the it. Dead we company didn't, we at the gorge, going to any shows. and um, I had never seen a fish show back east. I've seen dead shows back east, and uh, that's why Mel and I went out there.
1: And, and I did not feel like going to see the dead East Coast, like for real. I, I wouldn't have wanted
0: to do that. I get it. I totally get it. So. If you were wondering if we uh, went cold turkey on Grateful Dead, no, <laughs> absolutely no, not. We did not. I it's it, all around me, it's in me, it's through me. It's I can't barely talk without reciting lyrics. So it's like N- one
1: of those phases where you like kind of drop off for a minute, and then you come back with full vengeance because you love it. You hear a song and it reminds you of something, mm-hmm. but like something else is occupying your your m- mental you know space.
0: Yeah. So Nate. You can't have my card back. All right. I'm keeping my card. Um, but yeah, I just felt like that needed to be uh, aired out. Yeah. Yeah. So people don't, because it surprised us when we were, I
2: was like, oh, okay. We haven't talked about yeah. it because we have, it's not on our schedule right now.
0: Yeah. So that's what's happening. Y'all we, we still love and respect and, you know, have all of that for that thing. And, uh, we're with you a hundred percent of the way on the bus. Here we go. All right. Right, Mel.
1: Yeah, I am on the bus.
2: All
0: right, here we go. We're on the bus. On the bus. So Wheels on the bus go round and round. So, this week, Mel and I went for the very first time to see my morning jacket.
1: What?
0: And uh with Jason and Audrey and and their crew and Ben and Ben and, ben Tiffany, and Tiffany and Ansley and Graham and um yeah, Mel. Why don't you give your report of of uh, MMJ?
1: Um. I fucking loved it. I loved Jim James. I loved, I don't know all their names. I need to go figure it out. But the hat on the key player loved his vibe. Their opening was incredible. Their song, I think it was amazing. Um, And Love, Love, Love. I, you know... Before I before we um, got the tickets, I didn't know nothing about my morning jacket. I mean, I knew about them, but I never I couldn't have identified a song or I had no real reason to look them up. I just never really. They weren't on your radar. Yeah, They weren't on my radar, but I just knew about them. And then, you know, you got the tickets and you're like, you know, why not? And I was like, you know what? You're right. Let's do it. And going to see them and. That day while I was taking a shower, getting ready, I was like listening to their um, new album and listening to a few things just to kind of get familiar. And I'm so glad that I did because I realized that like they're dope and they're doing their own thing. They're I mean, I would say that they're kind of like, you know, rock and pop more than jam band. Mm -hmm. But they did do some jams in there. They're just not a jam band. So it didn't last forever but they did get jammy and they killed it. And his freaking Cape was <laughs> the best part of it. Certain songs had the cape, so You had to kind of wait for it. And then he's like putting up his arm and it's like creating these amazing lines, like kind of like a kimono with this like triangle shape on his arm. And I was like, what is he's happening standing right on now? one foot? Dude, he was standing on one like foot a, like a flamingo. He was so fun to watch. And, this is one of the rare occasions where me and you were up at... We rode the, the rail. Yeah, we were literally <laughs> riding the rail. We were touching the rail. And um, we were with Ben and Tiffany and her daughter and her daughter's Graham. Um, and it was, a, it was a magical time. It was Tiffany and Ben's first time seeing them. It was our first time seeing them. And it was, to me, it felt like it was like kind of liberating. It felt free and it felt liberating and it felt exhilarating like those types of emotions and they brought it and he come continued to comment about like how beautiful it was. So like you could tell that they were digging it. Like who doesn't want to be like in the most gorgeous weather with people loving you in like post, you know, well we're still in COVID, but like, you know the and we're back out. Yeah, we're back out and able to perform. Like so, it's like all these elements, like really, I felt charged. The band and it just felt amazing. And then I go to my doctor, and we were talking. She was like, "Oh, how was your week?" I was like, "Oh, I went to see my morning jacket." She was like, "I just saw them at Dana Point, um, this past weekend. So they were at a festival, this Ohana festival, and she had just happened to see my morning jacket and fell in love too. So. I give them two thumbs up and two big toes up. <laughs>
3: wow! All
2: right, I liked. Wow! I don't know Too that I would go travel to see
1: them, but I would want to see them every time I'm near them because I think it would be a good show.
0: Yeah, I'd go. It'd be a it'd be a gave fun me time. Free tickets. I would totally go. I,
1: and then you hear Aaron's like,
3: uh, "Okay, damn, no, no, um, no, no. <laughs> no.
0: Hey, hang on, let me, let me." preface this to Mm -hmm. I'm going to first apologize to all you morning my morning jacket fans out there and then I'm going to give my review so I I had no clue about them like I've I've tried to listen to them in the past and never really got it and we went camping last summer with Jason and Audrey and their friend Scott put some on when we were hanging out around the fire and it was amazing. And Scott is the one that invited us to go. And
1: I didn't, I didn't even remember what they, that song I, or any of it.
0: Okay. And I I was like, sure, I'm down for a new experience. Like, I, there's lots of bands that I didn't like, and then I went to see, and then I love them. A la the Grateful Dead, I couldn't fucking stand them when I went to see them. So I know that like going and seeing them is different than trying to listen to an album. But I think it's hilarious that, um you and Tiffany had the same experience and me and Ben had the same experience. Like, you and Tiffany, your review, she had the same kind of time you did. And me and Ben were comparing notes afterwards and him and I had our own similar trip. And I just, I guess I'm so used to seeing long jams that when a band doesn't do that, it feels funny to me. Like, they would get going and then just fucking like cut it off. It's like starting to have sex called, and then just pulling out it's and called going out. It's leaving
1: you wanting more.
0: I don't know about that. Also,
1: think about this, just before you finish your review. When you go to a museum and you're going to see a collection, an artist puts out, you're not mad that it's not something else you're this is what he put out
0: i, I, I get it this but, is but what if their craft is you are used to critiquing a certain kind of art and then you go to the museum and it's all something else it's it's you gotta weigh it on its own yeah well okay i did and it just it, it was fine it was Ew, I, like i said i would i would go I see him again but it me. wasn't it, it didn't fucking do it for me man i I, 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 me. I tried i really did i'm being honest like it, it was cool. Like they did their thing and he is an amazing musician and their lyrics are dope as fuck.
1: He was literally preaching.
0: Yeah. On no, that I, stage. I heard
3: him. And and it clear. was
1: freaking so on point. So right on time. And just made me really, that's, that's what it is. It's like, I could go see like, you know, I don't even know who I would say like, modest Yahoo. Right. Who we did go see. Did we we did go see yeah. for my birthday? I can't compare a long time ago. Modest Yahoo to Trey. I can't compare that concept. Oh well, no, okay. To and, this, any, to anyway, that.
0: and and here's the other thing that was weird to me. I think of like going and seeing any band that we've gone and seen. And if you stop and turn around, everybody is locked in. Like If somebody's not, there's something wrong with that person. They're too high or drunk. Like everybody's jamming. I stopped and turned around. Like half the crowd was just like hanging out, having dinner. And it was like, but they're jamming. Like what?
1: Maybe they have the same idea that you did. I,
0: I guess. I don't know. It was just odd to me. I was, I felt, I don't know. It didn't do it for me, man. I liked it. But I got mad respect for them. And anybody that can get up there and wear a fucking cape and be fabulous and kick ass on the guitar, you have my respect 100%. Like,
1: I mean, I think I respect them a lot for their their all of it, too. Like, they really were jamming. Yeah, for real. They, just because they didn't do it for 12 minutes, they did it for like four or five. and But there was the same amount of gusto and... I guess because their message and his lyrics, they were so poignant and so strong. Like if you really are into lyrics that, and then they're playing that way. And his performance, just kind of like I said before to you when we were by ourselves, I was like, what, why do you like somebody like pigeons? Cause they're very performy and kind of silly, theatrical and not something like this where they this is what they. This is their thing. Like they're they're rock stars. They're performers. Like he likes to clearly like they pay attention to their. They have a image, you know, mm-hmm. and that's rad. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: freaking
3: that's, rad.
1: That's
2: what I know about him. I didn't make the show, but that's what I know about him. I've seen Jimmy James many times on streams, like joining other bands. He is an amazing guitar player, and totally. his voice is it's, incredible. It, yeah, and I'm same thing. I've never gotten much into him. I miss seen them the other night, but they come around again. Sounds like we'll go hang yeah, out. I'll go. And it sounds like a good tie. It's like it's like a, I've always seen them as like a rock band. Yeah, that's what they are. They're you know it's not in as much in the jammy right. scene. Yeah, right.
1: like I said, I wouldn't go travel to go see them or anything. I but if they came around, I want to go see them again. All right, I'll so, go with Tiffany so you gave it two and thumbs, thumbs up. Home. I'll go <laughs> <Leave> <laughs> two you and thumbs home. and
0: two. toes. You gave it two yeah. thumbs and two toes. Yeah. I'm going to give it one and a half thumbs and no toes up. <laughs> All right.
3: Well the toes <laughs>
2: don't the to- need to go up. The toes were extra. She's yeah, just extra. a little extra. Okay, like, I'm gonna you- give
0: it one and a half thumbs up. Yeah. I'm not getting no thumbs down. I'm not hating. <laughs> it one and a half. I had fun. Ew, I it, was, it. it was it was super be- fun hanging out with you guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough's enough. I I hope I haven't buried myself too I
1: much. I wish you were there, Apple, to be the tiebreaker. You would have loved it. You, yeah. You, I, I know you uh, would have loved it. And you would have understood where Aaron was coming from, but you would have loved it for its body of work.
0: Yeah. I, I, and also, I'll say this, too, before we're done. Any band that can have success for as long as those guys have been around. Oh, yeah. Fucking do your thing, man. I, I've, I'm not worthy. I bow down. So I'm that, not up there jamming.
1: That's something that I think about so much is like when you start something, you got to keep going. I mean, I guess you don't have to. You don't to, have to.
0: You can quit at any time. But
1: <laughs> you have to do something, period.
0: Right. That's true.
1: You you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that they're maintaining it and, like, still, like, renewing and is incredible.
0: Yes. A hundred percent. I'm with you. All right. Two thumbs up. All right. There you go.
1: That's cheap, baby. That's,
0: that's cheap. <laughs> I can't do that now. No. I right, anyway you yeah. got to stick with your. I'll guns, stick with the one and a half. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that's been our week so far. Um, what about you, Apple?
3: Have, <laughs> I, you've, been I, a, I felt, you've been a you've been a, log. a yeah <laughs> I've been a
2: mess lately. Everybody's been listening lately. I mean I mean I'm doing better, but it just I don't I don't know. It's like a culmination of being back, being excited, going really hard at all these shows. Then we you know went to Red Rocks, came back. Whole house kind of got a cold all weekend. My shit is now, like, settled. (laughs) It's, like, a week later, and now it's gone through my entire body of aches and pains, and now it's settled in my right fucking ear.
0: Well, at least it picked a spot.
2: Yeah, when it does that. This time of year with allergies and shit, like, it it goes through you, and then it settles in that one week ear. Like, I had tubes when I was a baby in my ears. Mel understands ear shit. Oh, yeah. So today was just like bumbling dizzy i had a great day I was in a good mood other than my ear kind of hurting and, and when your ear is all stuffed up i know listeners out there get that when your equilibrium is off mm-hmm. i told aaron this morning when i came out on the patio we're having coffee he's like how are you doing bro i was like i was like i was sure when i woke up i was gonna look in the mirror and i was gonna look like uh chunk ch- Man, not chunk not chunk f- from the goonies <laughs>
0: what the hell is the before It
2: felt it felt all day like the whole side of the right side of my head was like puffy and deformed, which of course you look in the mirror and like and nobody can tell anything oh my god
0: dude every Goonies fan is screaming at I know right now what is the guy's I brushed name? over
2: it I don't remember I but but that that was my day of feeling dizzy and which is funny you can get away with it in a dispensary everybody just thinks you're extra stoned or something so, yeah. His
0: name is Sloth. I, I okay. we cheated. I, I stopped the recording because, just me cut
2: crazy. me off the mid sentence and they had to look it up. <laughs> yeah, we should know that. I,
0: right. I know how that feels from listening to Howard Stern for so many years. Like, I, I would listen to Stern and he would like get a character's name wrong and continue saying it wrong or like not remember the name and just continue on. And it would, I'd be screaming at the fucking radio. Okay,
2: well I'm glad you fixed that. Yeah. So now yeah, we know lot, everybody. for future John reference. Matusack. But but yeah, that's it. I'm I'm getting better. In fact, this time of year, I love this time of year. I think everybody does. This is well, when you're hearing this, is the first day of October. We're going into Melanie's birthday month. That's the month. Apple news It's it's Halloween fish coming up at the end of the month. Wow, fish in the middle of the month. Just you know, everybody's getting all Halloweeny and excited, and you know, this is. This is a cool time of year. Plus, I, I love it as Santa Claus.
0: I love it when it starts getting cold. It's my favorite. I yep. love the cold. It's a perfect time of year to put on Grant Livingston and it Friends. It sure is. Yeah. Make some chili. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. drink some chili. No,
1: I said make, some, oh, make chili. some chili.
0: You could drink chili too, I guess. It's I guess. kind of gross, but yeah. yeah. All right. You it guys want to do gross. the business?
1: Yeah, let's do the business. Do the
0: business? Um. Hey. Everybody out there listen to, listening to my sweet pipes right now, do me a favor. Follow us on sweet all the pipes. social media platforms Dude. at No Simple Road. No Simple Road. If you're on Instagram and you don't follow No Simple Road, shame on you. You should be following No Simple Road on Instagram. Um, we don't, you know, as far as Facebook goes, I'm not really a fan. I got to be honest with all of you. So I don't really hang out over there too much. I but don't think you're alone. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I am either.
1: I don't think anyone needs to explain. Facebook is kind of like gum on your shoe. Yeah, it's sketchy. like it's going to be there forever. It's got a stain now, but you got it off, but it's still <laughs> fucked up your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're also on
0: Facebook, by the way, if you want to go over there. We have the No Simple Rope family group is there. Um, yeah. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com. <laughs> that was a good one. That was We're good. still sitting here chuckling, like, "Oh wow. uh Over at Road.com are all the back episodes of No Simple Road, as well as no NSR merch, our calendar of events, um, upcoming stuff. There's pictures and all kinds of No Simple Road. That's our world on our website. Kind of makes sense, right? I guess it does. That also, makes sense. If you are So inclined, we do need your financial assistance and that is through patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That is where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to listen to nos continue listening to no simple road with a warm feeling deep down in your heart that you're providing a little financial assistance to help us keep putting out great content, finding you new music, talking and connecting with these artists and bringing you all the best in-depth conversations that we can do and this shit costs money y'all so hook it up patreon.com forward slash no simple road you can also give one-time donations through our paypal at no simple road at gmail.com and also you can call in on the tepid line at 971-808-1524 that's right 971-808-1524 that operators are not standing by That is a Google Voice line. You can leave a three-minute message. And I would really appreciate if one of you out there listening went and saw any of these tab shows that are happening right now. Could you please call? Give us a report. Give us a report of these shows from your point of view. Adam should give
1: us a report. (laughs) Uh, Okay.
0: That too. But you out there that's listening, I would appreciate it if you would call 971-808-1524 right now and give us a review of the tab show. That'd be really like cool. Like you
2: said, you got three minutes. It's been a while, but we've had several uh, listeners have to call back several times. Yeah. To get the whole story oh. in. Like the three minutes runs out and then the, all of a
0: sudden continue, continue. And also, hey, <clears throat> John B., I got to tell you, man, I I went to put your, you called in the tepid line last week and I re- put it into the episode and had to pull it. Because it the, audio. The audio was bad on it, man. So if you could call back. On your phone and do that again. That would would be be fucking awesome.
1: Because I want to hear your gorge (laughs) recap. I want to hear that, but it was so hard. We tried. It kept
0: cutting out, and I put it in there, and then I had to pull it. So anyway, John, that message was strictly for you through the airwaves. Anyway, um, yeah. Also, if you want to do something that doesn't cost any money that does a huge boon for No Simple Road, go on Apple Podcasts and click the five oh, stars right. leave subscribe us a review. to the show and leave us a review those three things it'll take you Please. maybe 3 we, minutes we yeah. didn't last one we had was august 12th yeah, we, we didn't have October. we went all of september with a dry spell that's Dang. not fair y'all yeah. come on
1: give me one for my birthday at least birthday yeah. month smells
0: th- birthday month give her a birthday present by leaving us a review Okay.
1: say, Mel, stop talking so louder. Mel, (laughs) quit eating (laughs) those gummies. Whatever. Happy Happy birthday. birthday.
3: Whatever you got to say. Just say five stars and say something.
0: Yeah, man. And remember to subscribe to the show on there so that or on. um, Jesus Christ, Spotify. Jeez, my mind is scrambled eggs on Spotify so that when we put new episodes out, you get a little ding, ding, ding. That's right. And then you'll know that we're. No simple we're, road. And one of the biggest things we
2: always ask, which is the easiest thing to do, because we all talk. Like, talk to somebody you know and suggest the show if you like it.
0: Every one of you out there that goes to shows goes to shows with a crew, most likely. And I guarantee not everybody in your crew knows about the show. So.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: If you could just spread it to your crew and then tell them to spread it to their friends, that would be super rad. Because then, next time we go to a show, we could all hang out together, and it would be like an even bigger, gigantic party. Huge crew. Yeah. So, there it is. Big and, crew. You know, it is No Simple Road's mission to unite the crews under one banner. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, we're I think all that, under that, one
0: yeah, crew. Yeah, that's, that's like the
2: goal of the whole community.
0: Right? Like,
1: Forget the jam part. Just music community. Yeah,
0: we're the No Simple Road family. That's right. Whoa. Check that out. We're like, I'm like William Wallace.
1: You've ever listened to music? <laughs> okay. I'm the King of Ireland. Why are you like William Wallace? Because
0: I'm uniting the tribes. Okay. <laughs> and I'm the, I'm right. the King of Ireland. And Mel's the Queen of France. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I crack myself up. I love it. I love you guys. Anyway. Um,
3: yeah, I'm, I'm ready to listen, a listen to Grant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like I'm tired oh, come of this. Grant needs his time, you two silly asses.
0: All right, everybody out there, we love you. Thanks for listening, and uh, make sure you hook up, downloading and listening to Grant Livingston and Friends. And we're gonna get you to the interview. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Grant, Grant Livingston,
2: Livingston and Friends.
4: bus rides We all so spent Don't see no smiling no more Cause y'all just trying to pay the rent
3: yeah
4: Another day another dollar Yeah working so hard Living fast city. Wonder what we're working for. Another day, another dollar. Rise and see what's the matter with me and you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, working so hard. Not slow enough. Nothing. Everybody knows it oh. Another day, another dollar I yeah, wonder what it's all Roll got us working like a bunch of bees. Yeah, yeah. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, working so hard. Not slow enough, nothing. uh, Everybody knows it. Another day, another dollar. Hey, hey, hey. I'm wondering what it all is worth.
5: Morning. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Yay. What are you
0: doing today, man? Besides talking to us?
5: No, I am hanging out. I just woke up at a at a jam festival over in Aztec, New Mexico today. After an awesome night of hanging out and playing and listening to music. So it's a, it's a beautiful day over here. Wow. Oh, wow. What's the festival? It's called Four Corners Jam Festival. It's a uh, mostly Colorado bands right over the Durango border in uh, in New Mexico.
0: Oh, wow. Right on.
3: That's cool. Can yeah. you push it back? Oh, so yeah, sorry. <clears throat> I, there's other people here.
2: <laughs> Yeah, now we can see.
3: There we
1: go. Yeah, I felt like I was there we
5: go. sorry. It's kind of dark in here. Um, oh no, no you're, you, you're actually you, look yeah, great. Yeah, you look
1: great. I yeah. just can't okay, see because see. of the angles in this room. But
5: yay! Are you in your in a van? I am. Yep, I'm in a little Ford Transit Connect right now.
0: Let's see. I want to see.
5: There's a little setup. A little bed back right And I'm... you've got great
1: reception too.
5: Got good reception. Yeah, we're up. At... I'm like, be a good for sure. thanks for
1: coming on the show we've been jamming to your tunes all freaking weekend well it's the beginning of the weekend but last night the week leading up to it and it's so appropriately timed mm-hmm. let me just say that the we were just like really right before we um, got on <laughs> hopped on the call we were listening to change and that song right now My gosh, you know, there's certain songs in your life where you hear them at a specific time and it just, you know, music equals memories equals, you know, like can bring you back. And that song, it sounds like kind of old, but new for the time right now. And it's very hopeful. And so thank you for everything that you had to do with creating that because it's been helpful.
5: Oh, Right on. I I really appreciate that. I'm I'm super stoked to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of your guys' podcast and everything, and I really love your love your you know your everything you think about music and your philosophy and all that. To, it it <laughs> means a ton that you guys are taking a listen to my stuff and having me on. Thank you so yeah, much. Man, Thank seriously, you. man, it's
0: it's more than that. Like, thanks for what you said. Yeah,
1: th- thanks for reaching out yeah. too, because that's a big deal. Like we there was a time where we didn't we were interviewing each other because we didn't have anybody (laughs) to interview we we were sharing our own ideas with each other you know and now that the family's grown we get to find music Mm -hmm. like yours like that's a huge deal to us it's like we already kind of knew the music we liked but finding new music and new music finding us is like what now we get to add this to our landscape or this up to our soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then we get to talk to you guys and then bring the, the CDs, the records, the music, the poetry to life. And that is that's a huge deal for at least for me, you know, in, in our scene and what we're doing.
5: Oh, right on right on that's that's so cool and that's so cool you guys are into it like that yeah, yeah thank you i'm i'm really, i'm really honored that i can add a little flavor to the podcast yeah. for sure when well, you
2: got you got your own unique flavor too there's nothing sure. like your delivery and your vocals your voice everything it is very unique and very soothing yeah and like like mean we we're just talking about that it's like it's like you, the way you deliver is almost like like, I'm, I'm giving up hope almost, but hell no, I'm hanging on. <laughs> it's got like this soothing, it's a trip. And then the first thing I said when I listened to it, was like, it was like, he's cool. And he's got a lot of cool friends. Because of the name of the <laughs> album. I, I'm curious about that. How many people, I mean, because there's, I mean, you got harmonica, there's piano, keyboards, fiddle, slide. I mean, there's so many layers of instruments. How many friends were involved in this?
5: Let's see. So you're right. I totally agree. I'm, I'm lucky to have a bunch of really cool friends. I, I love all these, all these folks who helped me out. And uh, I think all together it was probably uh, probably like seven or eight or, or nine of us all together who put it to, who uh, worked on this. Yeah. I was living in California in the Bay Area until uh, pretty much the last like seven or eight years. Until really recently, I'm, I'm making a relocation to Colorado right now. So it was kind of a send off right before I left Cal- uh, California. I got all of my, all my buddies together who had been playing music with me over the years. And yeah, we did a hodgepodge and went into the, went into the studio and kind of everyone, everyone pitched in and helped me out. And I was super wow. grateful. We had a really, really good time making it.
0: Dude. What came out of that is that's magic, man. Mm-hmm. Like what you guys did is serious magic. And, and like Mel was saying, one of the coolest things about getting to do this show is finding music like this. And like, I may not have ever found this had it not been for No Simple Road. But like, then you find it and it becomes like part of your soundtrack for your day-to-day. You know what I mean? You'll go back to it to feel a certain feeling or remember a certain place you were at. And I, I. that's like one of the most awesome things about doing this show. And then also getting the opportunity to share that with a bunch of other people so Mm -hmm. that they can have that same trip too. Yeah. It's super fucking rad. And, uh, I'm when I was listening to you, I'm like, okay, I need to know what this guy's influences are because it, like Apple said, it's really unique and it reminds me of things, but not really. So I'm curious (laughs) what your, what your influences are, Grant.
5: Right on um you know all over the boards all over the boards like you guys love everything but definitely my big some of my big you know my favorites are obviously the grateful dead I love I love the grateful dead I love uh Bob Dylan I love Bob Marley those are like Jerry Bob and Bob are like my whole <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I love that stuff and then uh like kind of all over the boards like I love I love folk music um some of the newer stuff I've been listening to it's like Mapache and mm. Daniel Rodriguez and that kind of stuff. I really, really dig all that. And then I love the jam band stuff too. I grew up with like Humphreys McGee and Michigan and Green Sky Bluegrass and that kind of stuff. So I always loved those guys. And Bobby Charles is one of my favorite songwriters. from the, I think he's from New Orleans in the in the seventies or something like that. But I love love his music. And yeah, kind of all over all over the boards.
0: That's that's a that's fucking rad. Yeah. And it,
1: it does make it make sense a little it, bit more to me So i was just gonna say like we were talking <laughs> about
0: change and uh that song the jam in there reminds me of like a really good green sky space jam or like a railroad, railroad earth kind of out there thing because of that fiddle man who's playing the fiddle
5: oh that's my buddy dave dave mm. pasco shout out Who dave has also an amazing yeah it's- Shout out to Dave. And he's got an amazing project called Late for the Train in, uh, in California that I would actually love to put you guys in touch because him and his partner, uh, Laura, write some really beautiful songs together and have their own really amazing folk project going on. So Aww. Dave's definitely worth keeping up with. And he's a yeah, he's an awesome buddy of mine and really grateful to have him on the album.
0: So you said that. Far- oh, go ahead.
5: I'm sorry to cut you off. But yeah. yeah, the Railroader, that's that's the big one I forgot to mention Railroad's honestly probably probably the most moving shows experiences I've ever had have, have almost always been at railroad earth I absolutely love Todd Schaefer's songwriting and Tim, Tim Carbone's fiddling and the whole the whole mm-hmm. deal those guys were really remarkable. we went on it was
0: 2019 20,
1: to 2020 no wasn't 18 it 18
0: yeah. to 19 no no I okay. think it was Mel's right 19 that to was 20 the,
1: it was the last one of the last
0: we, new year's eve here I had never seen railroad earth and uh holy shit man like you know going to see like I hate to even they're not a bluegrass band but what they are but going to see that I wasn't expecting a really trippy psychedelic evening and they fucking blew my mind like in the middle of the show I remember standing there looking around I looked at Mel and I was like this is the most psychedelic shit I have ever seen this is a fucking trip like that band is magic. And like you said, Tim Carbone on that fiddle, dude, there's, there's some like channeling from another planet coming through that. And that's, that's the same vibe I get when I listen to, to your stuff, dude, like it's coming through loud and clear, brother. It really, really is.
1: And it's very earthy, very respectful of the earth. I don't know how, but it just makes me feel like you're grounded in, in the earth listening to your music. Is that something that you like, you know, are you into that? Like, I mean, moving from SF to Colorado, right into the, you know, that beautiful kind of environment. Do you feel like that call from mom or is, is that influence in any of your music?
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd say I definitely, uh, that's definitely a huge, huge driving force for me is just kind of the, you know, sweet mother nature and all that. A lot of these songs like, like Change, the one you mentioned actually was lucky enough when i was living in california i was going up to alaska for the summer times and working in this really really small town as a raft guide um up in up near denali national park and that's where i had a lot of time to kind of dial in and write most of this most of the songs on this album and uh and yeah they they definitely feel to me you know a reflection of or at least at least my hope is that is that i can travel around and kind of try to reflect the energy or the experience of a place and kind of translate that to to songs that's that's one of the, one of the things i love trying to do wow. wow
0: so being up in in alaska it's a completely different universe than down here you know like <laughs> what are do you have a couple of like really strong memories that stand out from your time up there
5: well um actually since we're talking about since we're talking about railroad Earth, um, I had a pretty cool. It was a pretty trippy, just like kind of cosmic. All these cosmic, uh, serendipitous experiences uh, on my last summer up there. But I went up three summers in a row, and kind of the first two summers, I was I was going to school for some environmental studies kind of stuff, and I was kind of you know tossing around between whether I you know I've always I mean music's always boiled out of me. It's, it's it's you know the strongest thing in my heart. But I was deciding whether that's something I wanted to chase as like a major guiding force in, in my life and uh and the third summer i was kind of right on that right on that turning point of being like man I'm, I'm ready to do this i'm ready to go home and start going after it and within that summer the first experience i was sitting out playing some music i was jamming a song potter's field by Railroad Earth out on the streets of talkita which is one of my songs i love and i look across the street and i see todd schaefer poke his head up oh, and sure. they were uh, they, they were in town for a festival called salmon fest which was maybe five hours from the town i was in but they came up there to uh to hang out so anyway so todd came over and i got to play his tune for him and and that was really amazing oh, and then it. somewhere later that summer we ran into a couple other musicians we really loved and respected up there like some guys from the california honey drops and some others and just had all these really positive reinforcing experiences like man you're in the right place oh, keep keep going after it and that was that's just a dream God. i was really grateful for all that
2: yeah, i that's a pretty damn good sign that you should keep doing what you're doing <laughs> when you get up all that happens. Like, whoa, okay. Well, can you send me something else? I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure. I didn't quite get the message, man. <laughs> oh,
5: totally, man. Yeah, I was, I was really grateful. It felt like it was just what I needed at the time.
0: So you said that you're moving from San Francisco to Colorado. Are you, have you made the transition or are you, are you still like on the road doing your thing?
5: I mean, yeah, kind of in the process of making the transition right now. Um, My girlfriend and I left California March 1st and we took, uh, we took the first month or two just kind of enjoy the desert and hot spring and stuff. But we got over here June 1st and uh, crossed over the Colorado border. And ever since June 1st, we've been traveling around Colorado, just playing little tap rooms and uh, playing some acoustic stuff and some electric stuff over in Denver. And right now we're actually finishing up a leg of a, just a mini tour that we've been, we headed from Denver through like Crested Butte and Vail and stuff. And now we're playing Durango tonight and then heading over to Moab. So I'm just doing a doing a small kind of DIY tour, but just ending up in all these places I really love to be and kind of helping me pay for the gas along the way.
0: How does (laughs) it, how does it feel man to like, to cut loose like that from, from everything and just be out. How does it feel?
5: It's, it's a trip, man. It's a trip. It feels, to be honest, it feels amazing. It's been a really, a really beautiful experience. You know, there's, I, lo- I absolutely love my time in California and love my community out there. And I was lucky to kind of leave with just a lot of gratitude for that place. But, um, but now that I am sent out, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a whole new thing kind of every day, every day is a blank slate. It feels like there's something really cool going on in Colorado right now too, which is appreciation for, this kind of music and this kind of culture. It just seems like a, it was there in California too, but I'm feeling like a really strong around the front range and everything. Just like a really strong hunger for this kind of music. And it's really inspiring to be surrounded by so many people who are into it.
0: Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I ask you for completely selfish reasons, obviously. Like it's, we've been talking. It's not obvious. Well, to me it is. (laughs) We've, We've been talking between the three of us and like, we're, we're thinking of heading out onto the road and, and taking no simple road on the road. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I hear what you're saying about like something going on under the surface. And, and I love that you say that there's something special happening, you know, in Colorado in the front range too, because we just had, um, Burl. Burl on and, uh, he's like responsible for writing, you know, bunch of yonders tunes and bunch of green sky tunes, bunch of dusters tunes. And just like a, a fixture in that whole front range, bluegrass jam grass scene, like one of the creators of it basically. And uh, he kind of said the same thing. Like there's something, something happening and uh, you can feel it like in, in your solar plexus area. Like there's something fucking going on. That's, making people want to disconnect and, and find something bigger that's happening out there. And, uh, it seems like, how old are you, man?
5: I'm 26, 26 now.
0: Yeah. It seems like your generation is, is really being, um, affected by whatever this thing is that's going on. Um, have you in your travels around and talking to your peers, like people that are, you know, in your same group, are you guys all feeling that same thing or is this a unique thing to you?
5: I think, uh, you know, I think, yeah, I definitely think we're all feeling, I I think we're all feeling it. it, Um, absolutely. in different, you know, in different ways Mm -hmm. and all reacting to it in different ways. But, uh, yeah, what it feels like, I feel like at least most of the people I talk to, it seems like everyone is connecting to the idea that we've, you know, we're at some sort of turning point, you know, and I think people disagree on whether that's positive or negative. Maybe sometimes I, I definitely, I definitely hope, you know, hope that hope that it's positive and I And I do believe that we, we can pull this all together, but it seems like a lot of people kind of have this thought that like, whatever's happening now or has been happening, can't remain or isn't going to remain. So whatever the next thing is, is, is bound to, uh, bound to happen soon, you know, and, it, and it's, it's really exciting. It's Crazy time to be alive right
0: now. It feels like- yeah. <laughs> and it's nuts, man.
1: Do you have any ideas or any thoughts of your own of what that could be? What the next, maybe next phase of music or next phase of humanity or next phase of the earth will look like. And these are I guesses, should. of
0: course. Yeah, these, no, we is- want concrete answers, Grant. I, I want to know. Well, I,
1: I like to ask all different people because, you know, like you said, we're all feeling something. Maybe not the same thing, um, but like we have a, a daughter and she's 26, just turned 26 in July. So same 1995, that age group of people that are, you guys are honestly leading this next generation, you know, whether you um, realize that or not, or whether you want to take on the responsibility or not, but too bad, your younger brothers and sisters, your younger cousins, your children are all watching you. And that's why I have, you know, asked a question, like, do you have any ideas of, of what it looks like in your next phase? Maybe even just hope, you know, but, um, you know, sometimes having a vision is, um, isn't not necessarily good or bad. It's just kind of, yeah, I've got a vision of X, Y, Z. I
5: love that. I love that. Yeah. I'd say that. I don't know. I think the thing that I find the most hope in is that it seems like, it seems like to me, at least that if, if. Everyone could, you know, could have that heart shift and get on board. It seems like most of the answers, in my mind, lie within. You know, they're already they're already right here. They're really simple. You know, it's good food, it's good friends, it's good music, it's things that we can all, I think, participate in and create really easy, really easily. And that that brings me a lot of hope. You know, it's like it seems like it's there does need to be this, in my mind, like a moral or spiritual shift of sorts that everyone would want to jump on board with that. But as soon as that happens, it seems like, man, we're, we got all the pieces right here. We're on Mm -hmm. planet earth and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing, you know?
3: It really uh, is.
5: Yeah. So I I really do think we can pull this all together and, and yeah, go forward by going backwards in some ways, you know?
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) and You're not wrong. It's funny, man, like for so long in civilization, like we've had this idea that, you know, you segregate yourself from your community in these boxes with your family. And then, you know, maybe or maybe not, do you know your neighbors and outward, you know, you have your friend group, but we're all separate in these little boxes. And it wasn't really a conscious thing, but like when we decided to move from Vegas up to Portland, it was me and Mel, our son my nephew Ryder and Apple, like all it was first, it was Mel and I that were like, okay, we're, we're leaving Las Vegas. We're moving up. And then Apple Mm -hmm. was like, well, if you guys are going, I want to come with you too. And then my nephew was like, well, you can't leave me here, you know? And this little tribe of people moved up all together. And that's, you know, that's not, it's becoming more common now, but at the time it wasn't really a common thing for a bunch of people just doing that. You know what I mean? Especially a family, a mom and a dad and their kid have a bunch of people living with them. And since then, what I'm seeing is like, at least in my head, I feel like we need to get away from that like separate mentality of living and pooling our resources with the people that we love and that are around us to help manifest the dreams that we have. Because People like you, people like us, we have big dreams, man. You know, it's not, they're not small. And that's not, um, it takes resources to achieve those things. And I think one of the ways that we can get to that is by getting away from the mindset that we have to do it on our own, that, you know, we got to depend on right
2: outside stuff instead Mm -hmm. of each other.
0: Right. And we can depend on the people that we love and care about and do stuff with anyways to help us make that stuff come true. Like we really want to have land and have space and, you know, do our thing and just meet Mel and I on our own doing what we do for a living. Like there's, there's no way, you know, like financially or whatever, but shit, man, we start pooling our resources and then things start happening. And that's, you know, it's the same thing with like, think about music, you know, it's super fun to play in your room and jam on your own but then you get a group of friends around that play instruments and whole shit. Something else is starting to happen now. And then you fucking add a crowd of people and then something even more magical is happening. So like translating that same idea into our day to day living, I think is part of the shift that's going on. At least for me, it is like, that's a, that's a huge component to making this shit happen, man. And, uh, I think that the role of music is changing too. Um, at least in my head, uh, there's a lot of old programming around like what music represented for me that's been falling away recently. And it's becoming more of a, a tool for, uh, what I'm talking about for manifesting, for getting ideas out for, um, communicating the shift that's going on. Do you, do you see that? And is that part of the, the trip with what you just
3: put out?
5: A hundred percent. Absolutely. I totally, uh, absolutely. I totally resonate with all that. I think that, I think that, um, you know, I see my role as a musician. It's a, it's a trippy thing because I, I think it's like, or our roles and you know or the, the music role in the whole situation it seems like to one to one degree like the you know the gathering and what's going on there it is so you know so all about the music and all about submerging and that you know that cosmic other thing and then at the same time it's so not about that at all and it's so about all the human interactions and the friendships and relationships that are blossoming blossoming while this thing's happening and yeah that meeting of like the that's not, I guess, back to, to bring up Railroad Earth once more, but back to there, like, I, I love that, that meeting of, like, the kind of cosmic beyond that's, like, this transcendental thing that, you know, doesn't maybe necessarily rely on, you know, human interaction and all that, or, or it's that, it's that thing, and then there's the whole other just superhuman side of it and super, yeah, just super raw side of it, and I think that, uh, I totally agree, and I, I think that music has a big part to play in getting us all together and getting those conversations happening and i'm really excited about all that
1: it's part of like i feel like it's part of the microcosm and the macrocosm of things like you know when the music is just between the humans like aaron was saying playing with your friends or maybe playing to a small group and it's changing whoever's in listening and whoever's playing but then you add a huge crowd a big gathering and so now your hearts and minds and ideas are changed and it's being played for these people And their hearts and minds are being changed and you're receiving back that um, information. And so it's chemistry at that point. It's adding these vibrations with the audience and adding these frequencies with the musicians and creating what we're all feeling but can't say out loud. And my thought is... Now that the cat's out of the bag and we know that this interplay is happening, why not get the audience and the musicians on the same intention when we're together? Why not be like, okay, let's heal the fucking rainforest today. Let's do, I don't know, some kind of play in some certain key that's healing to the environment or to these people or to this land. and
0: Or to a situation.
1: I just, you know, I don't know if you've, I know you said you're a fan of the show, but um, one of the, one of my favorite guests that we've had on was um, Jeff Firewalker Schmidt and his account of what he was talking about, what they did in Glastonbury um, through his Eagle Condor Council. Um, is it a cooperative a group, or a group? a group? Okay. So like an alliance or a group where the elders of several indigenous communities went out to Glastonbury and did a ceremony before the festival started. This is one of the biggest festivals in the world.
0: Dude, they built a they built a crystal like a crystal grid under the stage with like a terminating pyramid under the stage so that it was drawing all the energy from the crowd to the stage. And they got up there and did an invocation and a and a
3: Well, ceremony
0: to open the festival.
1: And these are with all different, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, it wasn't one, you know, indigenous peoples, many over many different lands, Australia, Japan, you know, Peru, all these places. So they're bringing all their medicine to this place where the audience is wanting, they want to hear, they want to dance, they want to like, they're wanting. So they're putting this incredible energy out, sacred, earth energy out to these people that are wanting and the, the response that they're getting back through following a chant or, you know, clapping your hand or being a part of whatever.
0: Or dancing to or, electronic or music. Or dancing
1: to electronic music. And so that's what I kind of envision. I am not a musician in in the traditional sense. I can clap. I can dance. I can do, but I'm not going to put out an album anytime soon, you know. Um, you never know. Maybe. Um, but. That's kind of how I see an interplay between the audience and the musicians go to another level. And cause like I said, the cat's out of the bag. We know something's happening. Now let's make something happen.
5: Wow. Oh, I, I love that. I think that's, I think that's so powerful. I could, I, and I, I totally couldn't agree more. I think that, I think that exploring, you know, it seems like we, we all feel, you know, we all feel how tangibly powerful and, and like earth shattering that, that experience can be for everyone involved and yeah the group intention you know if we could wield that somehow if we could you know and i'm sure i'm sure we could learn how to learn how to continue to keep wielding that right with mass intention and man i think that is so exciting and so it could lead to some really really powerful things some
1: transformative around. things that we didn't even know we could do
0: well and and it's a trip too talking about like feeling something happening under the surface and all that like even before COVID we were like, you know, no simple road started. We were going to festivals and doing all this stuff. And like, I just remember at dead and company, um, in 2019, just having this idea that like, we have all this energy gathered here, all this intention and all this will and focus. And it's this beautiful, like, Transformational environment. And then when the, the second set ends, it's just like smoke. It's gone. And I just remember sitting in camp that night thinking, man, if there was a way we could hold on to this for a while and like move it somewhere and do something with it, because we're building all this up and then nothing. You know, maybe individually, yes, there's people out there that are doing their thing, but I'm talking about collectively. And that every time we would go to a show, I was just like in my head. And then, uh, you know, we had like conversations with like Jake and other people that were seeing the same thing. And like, what do we do? You know, I guess that's kind of the the next step.
1: Well, that was their... Um, thought in the, during the way I was just talking about, the Glass and Berry Festival was like, all right, these people are bringing up all this energy. The musicians are stirring it up. Let's put it somewhere. Let's bring it somewhere. And it's not too hard. I ca- it can't be that hard. Like, I don't know if this is true, but 528 is the frequency of love, uh, right? And so this is what I've seen and heard multiple times you know, instead of making a song to sound good, why can't we make a song to heal? There's, there's got to be a way because also I, you know. Um, what can also sound good? in my sp- Well, I don't mean it Feel that good. way. One yeah, doesn't have good. to, you know, negate the other, but um, in my spare time, <laughs> I love to do energy work. And how much more could intentional touching through intentional music heal the body? And, and then create more healing thereafter. Cause think about this, Grant, if you think about, you woke up early one day, you like had a smoothie, you, you, (laughs) you like, you know, pooped first thing, (laughs) like everything was like on the up and up. Maybe you even made love, like everything's great. It's a fucking good day. And that's how you go out into the world and, and project everything from that vantage point. You've got enough sleep. You look bomb. Your skin looks great. Like, <laughs> and then, yeah, just, but you know what I'm saying? Like when, when you're in your fucking best and then you're pushing that out intentionally through these certain frequencies with participation. I, I mean, I don't even know what else to say after that. That's just it, like, it seems like it would be transformational without a doubt
5: couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more and i think especially like your guys your guys story i think is such a sweet example and such an inspiring example i mean like the music is a part that's been covered and the music and the fan side and you know and the venues and lights like that is all inherently important and then to see a group like you guys to be like man here's a here's a role within the scene that we feel called to jump into and it's not you know it's not no one was no one was occupying that space and you mm-hmm. guys jumped in and are adding such a flavor to this community and I feel like there's so many different you know positions in this yes. community just like you're saying energy work and you know exercise and and nature and all, all that kind of stuff you know it's it's really cool to see see a group like you kind of fill fill that niche in the music world that hasn't been filled. And I think there's a lot of those that could continue to be, Yeah, you know,
0: you, you know, what's a trip. Thank man. you for saying that yeah. grant.
1: Cause that definitely helps put in perspective what we do too. Sometimes when you're in something, you, you kind of don't see it, see it the yeah. same way, but being explained to you in, in a different way, kind of helps you like, you know, see that, see it uniquely. Well, it,
0: also I just remember being 18 and 19 and going on the road with the dead and this, this kind of thing didn't exist. There was no internet. There was no podcast. There was none of that. And if I would have had the opportunity to have information from older heads weekly, Oh my God, my experience on the road would have changed unrecognizably. It would have helped me so much, man. And not that those times were bad. They were amazing. It was a fucking total trip, and it was great, and it was an adventure. But there was a lot of dumb shit that I did, and there was a lot that I didn't know, and it was just lack of experience and time on the planet. I wasn't doing anything wrong. It was just my place. You know what I mean? And there was older cats that I would meet that would hit me up to shit that was like, Oh, and would like completely alter my trajectory and, and in such a great way and make things like more settled and easier and more comfortable and like just on an internal level. So, I mean, I didn't like set out with the mission of we're going to start a podcast. That's going to fill that role like that. Please that I'm not that forth, you know, well thought out, but I, I saw it like, you know, a couple years in I was like, "Oh shit. That's what we're fucking doing. Holy fuck." And, dude, that's an honor to have that spot, to be like, "Oh wow, we get to, like talk to the next generation. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's huge to be a bridge.
1: and our generation, too. yeah, that's what's been great is that um kind of like genre disappearing like generations disappearing, yeah. you know, I, I'm a grandmother. No one ever believes that. I don't believe uh, When that. we're, when me and my daughter are together, everyone thinks we're sisters and she's my next generation and her little baby is the next generation. And so when we're all together, it doesn't look like that's what's happening, but that's indeed what's happening. We've got three generations of strong people. And so when the musicians in their older you know years 40s 50s 60s still pumping out fantastic great hits and are being mentors to the 26s and the 36s and the 46s maybe this is something that is at a very unique time in life that's part of what we were saying like this is we don't know what's going on but something is it's so unique when generations look similar and are in a similar place mm. in Um, In time. Yeah, like my daughter's building her career and her family and taking care of her child the same way I'm doing with mine. We don't have... It's not so different, you know? And I feel like the the playing field is leveled. Mm. And instead of helping each other up, we all go together. Do you know? Like somebody's like pulling you up from the mountain. But no, we're all in the same place and we're We're walking forth. Yeah, it seems... It seems that way. And that's why when we can identify our roles, not that we need to be pigeonholed into them, but when we can identify them and, and work them the best that we can, that's when we're adding to that soup of all of us walking together. Oh
0: shit. Like, I don't know. You've you've probably heard this before. Dylan is one of your inspirations. So your music, what you do you're a fucking fantastic storyteller, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And not that that's all that you are, but when you can identify your talent in something, then you can focus your energy to it and better do that thing. Um, I'm curious, Grant, like, because I've always been a storyteller ever since I was a little kid. It's called being a liar.
3: Yeah, well, that too.
5: (laughs) <laughs> you know, bullshit. I
3: was Sorry, a
1: bullshit.
5: I had to throw that
0: in there, Grant. Were you? Were you always a storyteller? <laughs> hey,
5: yeah, I'm. I'm kind of, kind of right there with you. I have, I have always been. I always have been a storyteller. You know, I'll, I'll catch myself doing that. I'll like tell you know, tell a couple minute story, like or uh, as if it's a big thing. And in my mind, it's like, oh man, it's crazy. And then really, it's like. <laughs> That dude just gave me a piece of bread or something. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
1: Embellishment
3: is key.
5: (laughs) I love that. I I love that stuff. And I, yeah, definitely not, not for any reason other than that. It really, like, there are so many stories that play out every day, you know, and in the moments, and they are so unbelievable, you
3: know, Mm -hmm.
5: (laughs) it's mundane, you know, and it's fun to it's really fun to yeah, to,
3: Heck yeah. To catch on to
5: those.
0: and taking well, that, people oh, that, Go ahead, apple
2: well i just said that that's what i was i've been wanting to add like back to your music and album and stuff is like you told us how many friends you had what what is your background to get you to that album you know because there's not a lot of other stuff like what was your musical upbringing your storytelling because another one you kind of reminded me of uh we mentioned it last night nathan moore
3: Oh, oh yeah that we saw
2: at High sierra do you know who nathan Moore is he's kind of a storyteller nathan, you got nathan you Moore, no, you'd love yeah, him you know. need to look him up yeah we'll have to send you the remind you of that but but very storytelling and uh like most things i I heard the music before i saw you i pictured a much older like like with many stories you, you know mm-hmm. and that's kind of like that erasing of the of the generations, uh, generations like we're talking about it sounds like much older wiser words and everything and you i'm just wondering your upbringing in music and storytelling to get you to do in this album
5: right on right on yeah i really like that um well i guess uh when i was young when i was younger i think the first thing i was like really turned on to was a uh, was a combination of like in middle school i really loved both green day and bob marley which are <laughs> like hilariously <Yep>. different worlds. <laughs> but um but even there, both of those guys, it seems like we're were uh just spitting their like sharing their truth so right. so honestly and and authentically. And I, I always really connected with that. And uh and then I got into a phase where I really loved uh really loved like Trevor Hall and Michael Fronty and kinda I was also like kind of later in middle school and a lot of that like kind of yo- yogi folk kind of stuff. And I think that has a lot of elements of that going on. And but then I think I really think, uh, so the first show I ever went to, a kind of a jam jam show I went to was when I was a senior in high school. I went to the Fillmore and saw Green Sky Bluegrass opening for Umphreys McGee. Wow. And that, awesome. I feel like even though those, you know, that's a lot more like improvisational, like jamming, there is such a story and like a quest within both those, within both those bands, it seems like. And that definitely set me off on the idea of, I think, like ever, ever since that, like trying to go out into the world and, you know, experience as much as I can so I can try to, tr- you know, try to translate that or kind of like try to translate what I see or what I hear into, yeah, I guess in, in into stories, if that's a, I don't know if that's a super clear answer to the question, but that's, yeah, yeah that's a pretty clear answer. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It fits. Totally fits. And I, I get it. Like those, those two bands couldn't be more different but more the same, but more the same. Yeah. yeah.
5: Totally. That's yeah.
0: a hell of a show. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Man, you're lucky, totally. man. That's, that's a great yeah, first wow. fucking trip to go on. I, Grant.
1: <laughs> I also, um, during this conversation, I hope I haven't like freaked you out and put some undue,
3: <laughs> 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 like, smile, undue no. stress on, on or anything. I just,
1: you know, I, I've been thinking big lately, you know, just in, in terms of, because everybody getting together right now is still a little you know kind of weird. scary and weird and you know up in the air, and so for me, now more than ever, it feels like now is the time. Dun, dun, dun. You say for what? Whatever you're doing. like you <laughs> apply whatever you're doing. now is a time to speak, now is the time to to drive. Now is the time Plug to create. Yeah, this now is the time. So I don't want to put any pressure on you, but you know, I just No, I've save been, the world,
0: Grant. Yeah, it's right. up to you, man. We're counting on you. One brother.
1: one song at a time, baby.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but seriously, it feels that way and I want you to know just um I feel like you're doing your part. I feel like you're doing more than your share. So keep up the good work. Like I know sometimes it's easy to get discouraged just cuz you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. So just remember that you're doing And you
0: didn't poop first thing in the morning and you didn't or get late.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Those things didn't happen that day. You're happy totally. You got a breakout. It's fine. Whatever. But <laughs> but just know that you're doing it by you being out there, you having the courage to move from coast to coast almost, like you're you're living like your name implies. And that is important for you to do.
5: Oh, thanks so, thanks so much. Mel. I really, I really appreciate that. Yeah. I feel that. Good. Yeah. So I feel crazy blessed to have, to have, you know, over the last couple of years, kind of like you were saying, like not, not to pigeonhole yourself, but I've, over the last couple of years, I feel like I've got some clarity on what it is that boils most naturally out of me. And like you said, like once that, once that registers, I feel like it's really exciting because it's just like a, a well that I can kind of try to tap for, for a yeah. lifetime and, I'm really grateful to be, yeah, to be riding the riding the roll. lucky to, yes. to have
0: found that that thing at, at twenty.
1: Well, it it seems like twenty something. Th- this, like I said, now is the time. It feels like um younger people are figuring out their talents very young, and and having such a strong voice, like. Like Apple was saying, he expected you to be much older and then looking at you like baby face, young (laughs) kid, you know, like not a kid, but young man. And like, you're talking about things that are timeless. And how did that happen? so encouraging. Yeah. (laughs) How did that happen to somebody who's half of our age? You know, like that's a big deal.
0: It's a a, a symptom of the world that we're in. Like the time is, is, I, I hate to say this, but like, we're at a turning point. Mm-hmm. And the it's true, tipping the point. Collective point. consciousness is going to breed people that can handle the shit that's happening. Yeah. It's just part of the trip. Like it has to be. Like we can't all be just lost. It's the the universe takes care of itself and human beings are the universe and the universe is us. So it's conscious. So yeah. it's creating conscious people. Like it's it's not um out of the realm of possibility it's or just cool to see. Yeah. It's super it's rad, rad to, see. to see. Yeah. It's I rad know. to
1: be a part of.
0: Cause I think back to when I was 26 or you were 18, part of it
1: too and didn't know I, it, but I, same thing,
0: but I didn't have that clarity that Grant has of like, I found where my shit bubbles up from where my well is. I was like, Tripping and falling on my face and getting back up over and over and over and over and over again. Because that it,
1: wasn't your time. This no, is your no, time. I now. get it. I, I'm not. <laughs> I,
0: hey, I don't hate that shit. That got me here. Um, yeah. It's all good. It's settled in in me. But like, it it to see it reflected in the face of Grant. Yeah, it's really It's cool. super fucking cool. And like, you know, not for nothing, man. We, you know, you just mentioned it, Mal collectively as humanity, we are going through and have gone through something unprecedented in the past year, like you or 18 months now. Jesus. Yeah. Holy shit. Much more anyway. There. <clears throat> and there is a lot of beautiful shit that came out of that. Yeah. A lot of really awesome lessons and a lot of things that I've managed to pull out of that, even through the struggle, like, some real gems that I get to hold on to now. And uh, have you come through the quarantine and all the stuff that happened with any, any wisdom that you want to share with people out there?
3: Listen wherever you get podcasts.
4: Question,
5: man. Good question. I'm trying to think what would be the. Oh, that's another heavy like I, question. Definitely feel like I learned a ton, ton this year. I'm trying to yeah. think if I could, uh, if there was kind of a major. Or
0: just anything you know it well, doesn't I like, have to be the they one they keep giving
5: you these
2: nice heart. i keep waiting you to like slide over and you pull out a whiteboard and you start doing like formulas <laughs> and
5: stuff <laughs> why yes thank you for
2: asking i've got it all figured out here in
5: totally man i got to i got to get the pulled out whiteboard yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i think i think that's a great question though i'm uh, and uh i think for me the biggest the biggest i think opportunity or yeah, this opportunity for me this year was like, it, it was obviously there was, a, it was super hard and there was a ton of loss and all that was incredibly hard and remains hard. And, uh, but I think also the, the process of just like stopping and, and taking a breath for a second and, and, and evaluating like, okay, before, before I continue this motion forward, wherever I'm heading, like where, where directly do I want to, where do I want to, you know, send that? And I, I think like this album, making creating this album and moving to Colorado were both things that were not in my mind at all before the pandemic happened. I was uh I was playing with a jam band called the Fixins who I really, really loved in California and uh and that was kind of actually kind of coming like coming to an end anyway, right before this happened. And I actually we we stopped playing together like a week or two before the uh before oh, March. No. Or, or whatever. So it was wild. And then uh yeah, and kind of that opportunity to just kind of take a breath and be like, all right, it's a new, like you said, you know, this is, this was like our, this is a new blank slate to a degree, you know, or an opportunity to kind of start anew. And I definitely try, I definitely try to take advantage of that and switch things up. And I'm excited to see how that all plays out for sure. But it seems like so far I'm, I'm just grateful to be doing it you know you're you're Heck killing yeah. it yeah, they, well, yeah. Th- go ahead,
2: that's like oh yeah, i'm I'm just curious Thiele, you said you're at the what is the you're at the four corners like fest right now have you performed already or you're gonna have an upcoming performance
5: oh yeah so i'm actually not i'm not playing at the festival uh, okay this year yeah maybe next year I'm, I'm playing i am playing a show tonight in durango which is just about 20 minutes from here yeah but i have some some friends of mine who are playing uh shows and i want to come check them out and uh And there's some, some jams that I'm getting into at night and that Mm. kind of thing.
2: How does that look for you? Like you're out, I mean, obviously this album, like you said, you had quite a few friends that all collaborate on this. So you're, you're out taking this kind of like solo and grabbing musicians if available to back you up or.
5: Yeah. Kind of that kind of stuff. I've been using the album to, for when I, when I do electric shows, I've done a couple, a couple band shows in Denver since I moved out here. And uh, one of my buddies, Leo, who, is from California, or who played on the album and I know from California, is actually now living in Vail. That's where he grew up. So it was really helpful to have him as kind of like one one solid connection from California. So I play with him as a duo when I perform the acoustic stuff. And then through my buddy Leo, there's a couple bands out here, like 10th Mountain Division is one and Colorado and High Country Hustle, some others that I really like. And some of those guys have been helping me out um for the meantime while well, I kind of put a, put a thing together and and they're all really really awesome musicians so super yeah. grateful for that and it, it felt so good uh we played at Globe Hall i think it was 3 weeks ago for the first time and that was the first time getting like bass and kit and electric guitar yeah. going again and man did it feel good <laughs> man did it feel good it
3: was so crazy.
0: so what's the what's the plan like <clears throat> you you going to find a place to land permanently and then just go from there
5: I think so. Plans a little up in the air, I guess, uh, you know, where wherever it leads. But uh but for the meantime, yeah, for the meantime we're just gonna keep cycling around at least until it gets cold and saving rent money and living in this little transit and uh and just playing with as many as many friends and old friends and new friends as That's we can. So cool. And I was just able to book a couple more gigs for the Denver area for September, October, and November. So it looks like I'm gonna be out there for the winter time. So uh yeah, we're excited to just keep right. cycling and putting a little project together and yeah yeah just keep, keep after it
0: we need to get you um up here
3: <sighs> yeah i was um, gonna
0: say you need
5: to you should send them the link
2: because we were telling them about it it's very powerful to see when they're talking about jeff Firewall. Oh, the class that uh not the um the video of the glass and berry thing where oh, it shows yes. all the elders oh. and everything yes. there's a whole she, video that kind of dude it's, it's one like of those eight minutes that just long gives or you something goosebumps like the power of what they're doing dude it's they amazing. had like
0: the head druid of ireland like the head priestess the head pri- of Japan, <laughs> like from every indigenous magical tradition on the planet in this one place with all oh, the, like wow. 250,000 festivarians doing their they, <laughs> it, dude, It's intense. Um,
5: That's incredible. Yeah. Uh,
0: I let's just keep it in our back pocket about November, man. And, uh, and stay in touch and, uh, I'd love to have you out here, dude. They would think we would have a
5: blast. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, man. I, I'd be, I'd be crazy grateful. Yeah. If that, if that comes up, I'll, I'll hundred percent, hundred percent love to show up. And okay. yeah, thank you. Mine, oh, that man. sounds amazing. Well, right
0: on, Grant. enjoy the rest of the festival brother. Yeah. And, um, I will be in touch. I'll let you know when this is going to come out. It'll probably be about five weeks or six weeks.
5: Oh, sounds great guys. Thank you. Really. Thank you so much for having me on. It's like when one, one I, my girlfriend and I like, most you know, or many nights, we'll throw on simple roads. Hell yeah! I'll, oh, run, I'll run, will run, run scales. And we'll yeah! It. Like, it is just a dream way to spend a lot of nights. We do, we do it often, and you guys Hell are yeah. crazy Thanks. helpful. I like the. I'll let you guys go with like the last thing. Um, you were talking about like the generational, like the three generations, and it made me think of uh Made me think of something I heard about elephants and how, I guess that, so baby elephant or like when. So an elephant, I guess, lived a really long time and has a really good memory. And sometimes in drought seasons, when, you know, watering holes go out, the, if there's three, like three elephants, like a grandmother, a mother and a baby, the baby will actually have to rely on the knowledge of the grandmother, because sometimes it's been so long since they've been to the watering oh, hole that the shit. mom never actually went. So if the grandmother doesn't survive, then neither the mom or baby ever find that watering hole. So it's just really a.
3: Wow. Amazing! How oh healthy. shit!
2: Generations yeah. helping each yeah. other.
1: Wow, yeah, that's really pretty amazing. dope.
2: <laughs> <So thank laughs> what for, a
5: thought! Thank you for sharing. Your, yeah, man, your knowledge is
1: really Yeah, <laughs> Grant, thank you so much, man, and have a freaking bomb, kick-ass show tonight. Like, do oh, it up you. in Durango because Burl's from Durango. And you, if you haven't listened to Burl, he's so great. When you have some a uh, time, look up the Burl episode. Uh, Benny Burl Galloway, he's great. You'll love him.
2: Awesome. Yeah, you'll probably awesome. run into him up there. Yeah. Yeah. At some
0: point. We'll sure. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Grand. So have a beautiful day. Thank you.
5: Right <laughs> to you someday. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just exactly perfect. Oh, We're still going. That's cool. I didn't. I didn't stop the audio.
2: Mm. That's, I like that. That was encouraging. Too. I like that he looked very comfortable in his little van mm-hmm. that he's got. That's a van life, like being on the road. It's like
1: one after another, after another, yeah. after another.
0: Just doing it. Just do it. Do it. Do it, do and, it, do do it, it and doing <laughs> it well. if he doesn't have a 120-pound wolfhound.
1: Yeah, he's smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah, yeah that, that's true. Yeah. Well, if he does, he didn't let us see him. So. Yeah. <laughs> You know what, Darwin? We love you, man. You're not a burden. You're a wonderful addition to this you family and you're special. That you were talking about that. I you're a wonderful accessory. Thanks, wow. Grant. Grant.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Grant. That was a really special fun episode conversation. And that's super um,
2: awesome. Like, yeah, I'm in my van at a festival that's happening. Mm-hmm. Festivals are going on. People are hitting the road. Like, let's do it. The love. Yep. Let's do it.
1: Stop saying we're thinking of it then. You need to say it like it is, mister.
0: Like, well, how? How do I say we're it? We're
1: going on the road, not we're thinking of maybe. No, we're going on the road.
0: Oh, shit. Like, plant the flag? I got to plant, plant the, the flag. Fuck, don't be, uh, tonight. We, I night. We think are we going on the road. We could, like,
1: sometime. No.
0: We are going on the road. We're thinking of going to the moon. Maybe one day.
1: Sometime. Could
0: happen. Possibly. Or not. In the I don't know. Future
1: or not ish.
2: I'm going to eat okay. some pizza someday. Are you? It's like a general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are gonna we're go going to on the on road. We're going on the road
0: in 2023. There it is. Boom. The flag.
2: Don't you put a time. Why is yeah, it? I think, thank just you. Just we're Apple. going on the road. So that doesn't mean now like, that there's no time commitment to that. That's we great. are going on the road. But that could mean thank like you, Apple. that
0: could mean like I'm driving to the gas station. If that's no. what you end up doing
2: with it. Be <laughs> sad. Then, you,
1: then you need to mean what you say, I Mister. Mean
2: that, that's then you just.
1: <laughs> Were we just talking about intention and yes, all this stuff? Yes. yes.
2: Damn it, Just being what silly.
1: Don't be silly, because then silly manifestations happen.
2: Yeah, Ooh. have you eaten enough this morning? By no, the way, he actually, actually has no, not. I haven't. Uh-huh. I haven't eaten mm-hmm. today. Thank you, you start for mentioning. I being on that. him for all these things. Grandpa's getting a little senile. What? That's
0: right. I gotta go to the dentist did to get mean? my teeth fixed. I did. So I had steak.
2: That was <laughs> dinner, Grandpa. That was last night. Oh,
0: we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show and being part of our little collective group of yeah. manifesting we love weirdos. Love, love you. Love and, um, one another. You're going on the road there you that's go right. that's it yes darwin's going on the road everybody go on the road we'll see you next week with more stuff and things and remember to take care of each other wash your hands smile as a stranger hydrate stay healthy safety third pet yeah. your monkey yeah whoa <laughs> oh, you- oh okay that could be that i got all of the monkeys on
2: my yeah. stand right Friend. here I
0: actually okay. that. A nice way. we'll see you next week we love you guys They're peace <laughs>
5: The strange similarities that feed the A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road.